Ever notice how we make God out like a blackjack dealer? We use phrase and push events hoping that we can hit that perfect 21, or seven in our case, and open the floodgates of heaven? Or we make God the ultimate sensei, and we are his warriors. Prayer warriors, that is. We may be shaken, but never stirred. Or we make God this co-op bank where we make withdrawals and never make any major deposits. Well, we do, but those are usually all the cares and requests and expect Him to double our interests. But prayer is more than that. It's our conversation with our God, the one who knows us past or posturing in the King James, the one who doesn't need warriors, but real, relevant, practical doers of His Word. There is no secret chant. And no one, no one, has a monopoly on the bandwidth or syntax of communication. Prayer is a personal act of life-giving relationship. Speak, for your Father in Heaven knows you, even before you learn to. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome to Sabbath School University. I'm your host, Andrew Campbell, and I want to introduce you to our guest for today. I want to invite you to give us your name, your, what you're studying, where you're from, and then, since our topic for today is prayer, I would like you to tell me one person that you admire, whether it's in the Bible, in your personal life, a person that you admire when it comes to, to prayer. We'll start right here on my left. Okay. Um, my name is Katina Barrera Downs, and I am studying clinical mental health counseling. And, um, well, um, I am from Mexico. Okay. And, um, well, I would say that the person that I admire when it comes to prayer really is uh, Jesus because He has set that example for mm. us and has um, taught us how to uh, go to the Father in prayer. I don't know how any of you are going to top that <laughs> you know, example. <laughs> go, go ahead. My name is Kevin Bruce and I am a seminarian and I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. And I would say the person, since Katina's already said <laughs> Jesus and I can't top that, um, I would say my mom. All right. And the reason that I'd say my mom is because the reason that I'm sitting here having this conversation with you is because my mom prayed for me. Mm -hmm. wow. And so I thank God for my mom and I really admire her prayer life. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe we'll get to talk about that some more. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, my name is Chelsea Burrows. Um, I'm from Maryland. Um, Bowie, Maryland, and um, studying um, MA in youth ministry and social work, um, MSW. Um, and somebody that I really admire in terms of prayer would definitely be my grandmother, my dad's um, mom. Um, I feel like she's always, she's just always praying. <laughs> and um, she's prayed my family through a lot of rough situations that we've had to go through. So that's who I admire. Wow. Chelsea, would you mind reading our key text for us and then praying? Sure. And, and then we'll get into the lesson. Sure, no problem. Uh, Matthew 7, 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Let's pray. 
Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity you've given us to be able to talk to you via prayer. Um, for the things that um, are on our hearts, Lord, we thank you for listening. Be with us now as we spend this time together, both with you and with each other. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So this week we're talking about prayer, and we're talking about it in the, within the larger scheme of revival and reformation, the, mm -hmm. the topic for this quarter. And um, as we're starting out in our discussion, it's good to start out with a definition. You know, how would you define prayer in the Christian context? Um, I think when I um, first thought about this, um, it was just really interesting because somebody told me once, and I know it's like somewhat philosophical, but mm -hmm. they were like, prayer is um, the opening of the heart to God as you would to a friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was just so simple for me because it was like, it's just like having a conversation if I'm talking to Kevin. You know, it's just opening up and, and saying, or Katina, you know, if something's going on, just being able to share with them the things that are on my heart um, so that we could have that dialogue and that conversation. Um, because you know how you are with your friends. Um, you open up with them rather than a stranger. And so having that um, understanding with God of being able to just open up to Him, just having that conversation with Him, for me, that's what prayer looks like. Yeah, I would agree. Um... A lot of people come to me all the time knowing mm. that I'm a theology major. Mm. Can you pray for me? Can you, can you know, I'm going through the situation. I'm, mm. I'm willing to pray. I'm mm. always willing to pray. Mm -hmm. mm. But I also want to let them know it's just like talking, just yeah. like how you're talking yeah. to me, just like how you're coming to me and asking me to pray for you. You yeah. can go to the Father. You can have the same conversation yeah. with God. You know, it's it being real, being open with Him. That's one of the things I learned, that God wants us to be real. God wants us to be open mm -hmm. in our prayers when we come to Him in prayer. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think that is something that we might take for granted sometimes yeah. too much mm -hmm. because I know there are people that genuinely believe that there is a s certain specific way that you have to pray. Mm -hmm. at, you know, there's, there's this formula mm. that you have to use, and if you don't, if you get it wrong, you know, your prayer is not going to work. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so appealing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I should go to a pastor. I, I need to go to someone who knows mm -hmm. this formula. Mm -hmm. And and I kind of alluded to it in, in the intro, you know, that some people kind of use language that they never use in, yeah. in any other context. <laughs> In prayer, and generally, you, you, whether it's King James English mm. or, or whatever it is, it, it's, and, and it gives prayer this kind of feeling like this is something that, you mm -hmm. know, That only the elites yeah. can do. <laughs> only the special people can yeah. pray that way. I don't even know those words, so I can't use uh -huh. them. I can't yes. pray. Uh -huh. That's so true. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and here you're saying that this is just like talking to your friend. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I know sometimes when I'm driving back and forth in the car and I think of something or, you know, I mean, I can pray. My eyes aren't necessarily closed, but I still can have a conversation with God. I know um, that's that's prayer. You know, mm -hmm. that's just being able to talk just like I would with a, a friend of mine or somebody that I'm close to. Yeah. yeah. So. And I, I don't think we can underestimate how, you know, the amount of people that this thought alone can be mm. revolutionary yeah. for. Mm. Yes. Because there's so many people that maybe that's the context they're brought up in, mm -hmm. but this is just the way that they've seen everyone pray yeah. and they think that that's the way it has to be done. Mm -hmm. And they struggle along trying to follow other people's mm -hmm. models of, yeah. of prayer. Right. And, and yet... I think uh, you said something interesting. Um, Mm, that maybe other people will um, struggle trying to find or to follow other people's mm -hmm. models. And I think it's important for us to develop mm -hmm. um, our own way. I mean, we 
have been taught on the Bible um, how to pray, but I think it also with our spiritual growth and as we mm. um, continue to pray, we will also develop that um, type of relationship and that original way of prayer that it that molds to us who mm -hmm. we are, our yeah. personality. Mm -hmm. And um, if you are able to discover that, I think your spiritual life will become so much richer yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the more you practice that, the more you, you yeah. know, have those conversations mm -hmm. with God, mm -hmm. I, I think the easier it becomes and it doesn't become generic or it doesn't become a formula, but it, it's just a free flowing thing that mm -hmm. just occurs out of the naturalness of your heart. Because yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. yeah, I'll be honest, there, God and I have had some very frank conversations with each other. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I know all of us have been through different things. Um, but I, I mean, whether it's, it's loss or something that, you know, is trying to, you, you want something to happen in your life, like um, an opening, a, getting into a program or a job, you know, all these different things may come about in our lives. And um, it's, it's, I guess prayer is just that avenue, you know, that, that communication, that connection that we can have with God. And um, I don't know, it's such a powerful thing, like you guys were saying earlier. Yeah, I kind of I like what you said. You you've had some frank conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't think that they can have those conversations. Yeah. God's gonna get upset with me. Yeah. He's gonna rain down fire from heaven and yeah. just burn me up if I. The thing is, God knows what's inside of our exactly. hearts, mm -hmm. and really and truly, prayers like you said, expressing our heart mm -hmm. to God. He already knows what's there, and He wants us to come yeah. and to express those things. A lot of times, we bottle things up mm -hmm. and we hold things in, and we explode over time yeah. rather than just releasing those things and giving them to God. He already knows what we think. Yeah. Yeah. So we might as well mm -hmm. just say it, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. And you alluded to the need to practice. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll share something from my own um, personal prayer life. You know, I, I, I grew up with the understanding that, you know, God can know your thoughts, you mm -hmm. know, so you don't have to <laughs> pray out loud in order for him mm -hmm. to hear you. So I, I understood, okay, if I want, I can just pray in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I've found personal prayer it, it works for me if I do it out loud, because mm. I don't I don't talk to people in my mind. You know, mm. I, I, I mean, and, and, and you know, I th I think if if telepathic ability were something that you know I, I had, I would probably be very bad at it, because <laughs> I, you know I've found I've found that you know when I when I've tried to just pray for long periods of time, mm. you know, in my head. Mm. I don't stay on topic. I, <laughs> I you know, yeah. go all over the place, and you know, it's hard to keep my thoughts organized because mm -hmm. generally my mind, it, you know, goes from one place to another. So I find, you know, I like when it's possible to be alone, mm -hmm. and I like to actually pray aloud mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, because it helps me yeah. in, to articulate what I really want to say, and it, it helps yeah. me to to kind of imagine that, you know, okay, my friend. God is right here with mm -hmm. me, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true that you say that. Now that I think about it, um, I, I appreciate that, because I think there have been times for me, too, when um, I've said things, or I've thought things in my head, and as I thought them, I was like, yeah, sure, there's no problem, it's not a big deal. But then I said it out loud, and I was like, hold on a second, Chelsea. Like, I guess hearing it out loud, mm -hmm. mm. kind of checked myself. I, I checked myself and was like, let's think twice about this. I don't know. I don't know what the difference was in being able to hear out loud that, but yeah, saying um, those prayers out loud definitely mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I can relate to that um, I think it's very uh, useful to be able to 
uh, take time off, uh, imagine God is there with you, mm-hmm. um, helps you visualize him and you are able to talk to him as if there is someone there. And yes, there is something about praying quietly just in your mind and especially at night mm-hmm. you, you never know when you can just fall asleep and yeah. you're like wait a minute i was praying <laughs> you've had those moments too yes. <laughs> i know it's bad yeah. but it's um <laughs> it, it's life i yeah. think it just happens so i don't know i think it helps you to keep focused too mm-hmm. um yeah. and um I don't know. It's something special about being able to actually talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now we are talking about prayer in the context of revival, right? So, mm-hmm. why is prayer such an integral aspect of spiritual revival? Well, I'm gonna say that really prayer is what feeds you. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fountain of of you know life and the the connection with God and prayer really connects us in a much deeper way. Mm -hmm. And if you incorporate the Bible and you incorporate other, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, ways like Bible study and things, um, it really brings all the nutrients, if you will, um, to your life. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we hear this statement all the time, all the time. And I think we've heard it so much that we just, we, we, don't, we, we don't really stop to really think about what it really means. We hear it all the time that prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. Stop me if you've heard that before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Prayer changes things. Mm-hmm. But the truth is prayer really does change things. Mm-hmm. If you go back and you look at all the great revivals wow, yes, that have happened so across time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the great revivals that have occurred across time, they all started with prayer. Yeah, yeah that's true. They all started with prayer. Mm-hmm. If we're truly going to be revived as Christians, we have to yeah. pray. We have to take that time to have that those conversations with God, those real conversations with God. Mm-hmm. And only when we begin to pray will we mm-hmm. begin to experience true revival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Man, that's so true. I know some some of you guys have probably heard the um the um the acronym, I guess, um, push, pray until something happens. And um, I don't know, I've thought about that sometimes. Okay, pray until something happens and pray until change um, occurs and whatnot. And sometimes it isn't necessarily something happened outside. Sometimes it could be the change being within me, um, you know, of me continually talking to God about these things or whatever is going on and saying, um, and, and over time, just something happening within myself um, or with those that I'm praying with. Yeah. And it, it just, I don't know, it just changes everything that's happening. And it's caused for us to, at times, to redo something. Yeah. Um, and so a change happens. And then, like you're saying, like revival, something else has um, been birthed out of that situation that has come about because of that prayer that's um, been yeah. going on. So, yeah. yeah. Um, like I was saying, uh, my mom prayed for me. Mm-hmm. But not it. It wasn't just good enough that my mom prayed for me. I I also had to pray for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here, yes, because my mom prayed for me, but also because I developed a prayer life. Also, mm-hmm. I learned that I could have mm-hmm. those real conversations mm-hmm. with Jesus. I could tell him what was on my heart. Yeah. That he wouldn't push me away mm-hmm. because of those things. And in those moments when he didn't reject me, but I started begin. I began to see my prayers answered. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I can really have this conversation with God. And my life has just been transformed. Yeah. I, I can truly say that I've experienced revival in my life because of prayer and having those conversations with God. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it, establishing that connection between prayer and, and revival. Um, if you think about it, where does revival come from? 
I would say within you. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other any other answers? And and yeah, definitely I'll go with that within you, but it's the Holy Spirit within you. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Yeah. The Holy Spirit definitely. within you that's transforming and forming mm-hmm. and reforming mm-hmm. you and uh-huh. making you into his character, mm-hmm. into his likeness. Yeah. And so yeah, it definitely starts within, but it comes from the Holy Spirit and we have to give God, the Holy Spirit, permission to transform us from mm-hmm. the inside out. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, definitely I agree wholeheartedly. Revival comes from God, yes. mm-hmm. and it's not something that we can generate on our own. Because, and I think you know, in Scripture there there is a strong allusion to resurrection when you talk about mm-hmm. you know the two concepts are are, are very much related. Uh, resurrection, you kind of think of the actual physical yeah. mm-hmm. re- resurrection from the dead, but revival is kind of like a spirit revival from spiritual death, mm-hmm. sort of. And and both of those. Mm-hmm have to come from God. Yeah. Yes. And how are you going to get something from God if you're not connected to Him? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, and for, for a modern day example, you, know, you talked about nutrients, and like, mm-hmm. kind of like plants. Mm-hmm. You know? But you know, everyone is using their computers and laptops and, and stuff today. <laughs> but if you don't have a power cord yeah. Yeah. that you can plug yes. into. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. You know, eventually, your cell phone is gonna die. is gonna die. <laughs> right. Your computer is gonna die, mm-hmm. and 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 you have to be able to plug in. Yeah. And prayer is kind of that plugging in. Mm-hmm. And can I even take it a little bit farther? Go ahead. Sometimes our batteries do die yeah, exactly. on our devices, exactly. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And sometimes we experience those times in our lives where we're just completely out of it, where mm-hmm. we're just completely washed out. Mm-hmm. And it's those times when we plug in. We got to plug in our iPads, we got to plug in our iPhones, yeah. our Androids, or whatever it might be. We got to plug in to recharge the battery. Yeah. And in the same way, we have to plug in into the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. um, in order to recharge and to be revived. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? So, something that is very interesting. The more that you use your iPad or mm-hmm. your computer, it's kind of the longer you have to be connected to that power cord. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're going to be using a wow. lot of that battery <laughs> wow. power. Wow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, and, but for some reason, when we take it into real life now, we think when we get really busy, you know, then I need to <laughs> yeah. cut back on how much time mm-hmm. I spend with God. Yeah. And it's, and when the moment that you bring it to the realm of technology, you know that doesn't work. That's so true. Yeah. I heard this story once of this lady and I can't remember where it was, but this lady was planning a program for church and um, it was, I think it's like a women's retreat or something. And all of the people around her were really nervous and scurrying about trying to plan, 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 plan. And they, all of a sudden they couldn't find the lady who was in charge of everything. Mm. It was like 15 minutes before things were going to start and they were like going crazy, like, oh my goodness, where is she? And one of her friends went out into a hallway and saw her out there and she was just praying. Mm. And so when she came back inside and she was like, what in the world were you doing? And she was like, I was praying because look, you see all the things that are happening right now. You see how important what we're about to do is. Mm-hmm. And so I had to make sure that I was connected because only if mm-hmm. I'm connected can I actually make sure that things are going to be given the way that they're supposed to be. And she was one of the people who was speaking. And I'm telling you, just that time that she spent away from everybody else, even though it was extremely busy, mm-hmm. she made sure that she was able to take care of that time um, and spent it with God, just talking to him, praying with him and praying to him. And her demeanor was completely different. Everybody else was all, um, you know, they were like all uppity and everything. They were like, ah, and she was 
calm. It mm. was even keel. She was, it, it was unbelievable. And so I think even with that, like I think some of us, when we get busy, we have, our anxiety just goes through the roof. Yeah. Um, whether it's tests and finals and all these different things that are happening. But yeah. for her, you know, it worked. Now, what specific details in Jesus' life would you say indicates the importance of prayer? Wow. Um, there is a time um, when Jesus uh, went with the disciples and he knew that he was going to be you know, crucified. Mm -hmm. And they went and they asked, uh, he asked them, let's please pray with me. Let's pray. Mm -hmm. To me, that really brings that essence of the importance of prayer. Okay. Something big and important is about to happen. Something difficult, it's about to happen. Therefore, I need to prepare myself in prayer, <laughs> connect myself with God mm. in such an amazing, just direct, powerful way yeah. that I can have the strength to go you know, along with what I need to go through. And to me, that is such a powerful example for us because when we are going through, mm -hmm. you know, troubles and trials or sometimes we just start asking other people, mm -hmm. what do I do? What, you know, what did you do instead mm -hmm. of asking God for his guidance? Yeah. 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 It, in, in the book Steps to Christ, there's a chapter that's, you know, talking about prayer. And um, I want to read a small quote and I want you to give me a reaction to it. It says, And if the Savior of men, the Son of God, felt the need of prayer, mm. how much more should feeble, sinful mortals feel the necessity of fervent, constant prayer? Mm. What's your reaction to wow. that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's Humbling, for yes. sure. Um, I mean, Jesus knew who he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was no doubt. He, he continuously called himself the Son of Man over and over again, mm -hmm. which is a messianic term. He okay. knew his mission. He knew his purpose in life. But he did not neglect prayer. He was God in the flesh, but he still didn't neglect prayer. He mm. made prayer integral yeah. in his life. He would mm. get up early in yeah. the morning, the mm. Bible says, yeah. a great while before, before. dawn, mm -hmm. and he went out and he prayed. His prayer life was mm -hmm. so powerful so powerful that his disciples came to him and teach us how to pray. Yeah. Mm. We want to be able to pray like you. Mm -hmm. And again, it goes back to that, that statement that was made. If, if, if he saw the need for prayer, mm -hmm. yeah. he had this relationship with God already, yes. but he saw the need to pray and to pray often. How much more mm -hmm. do we need? He said statements like, mm -hmm. I and the Father are one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. He yeah. said those things, but he still felt the need to pray. And I believe one of the reasons that he could say that he and the father was one was because he dedicated that time yeah. to prayer, mm. he dedicated that time yeah. to prayer. Mm. Yeah. And Jesus is, you know, definitely our, our ultimate example. Now, yeah. um, Matthew chapter 18 it, uh, gives us another perspective of prayer in verses 19 and 20 specifically um, that you, you find the talk about or the concept of united prayer. Mm. Now, what's, what is united prayer? What's meant by that term? I believe united prayer is praying together, coming together and praying as believers mm. in Jesus. You know, okay. I, I, I think about Adam and Eve. I go back to that. 
God created um, Adam and Adam is looking around and he sees that the giraffe has his peer. He sees that the mm. bear has her peer. He mm. sees that the lion has his counterpart. Mm -hmm. And he begins to think, where is mine? Mm. Mm. And the Bible says that God saw that it was not good for man to be alone. So he made him a helper. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God said that human beings, in that statement, that God, human beings can't just exist on their own. Okay, yeah. yes. That yes. we need each other. You know, we need each other sometimes to lift each other up. Sometimes yeah. there are difficulties in our lives that we can't pray through on our own. It, we're so overwhelmed, we're so burdened down mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. with what's going on. The sp spiritual warfare is real. Yes. And sometimes the devil is attacking us so hard that sometimes we, can, we, we can't pray. And in those times, mm -hmm. I believe that we need to reach out for friends. You, yeah. you, 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 you said it. Jesus called his disciples at one yes. of the most difficult times in his life and said, come, pray with mm -hmm. me. I need you mm -hmm. right now. This, this moment is so difficult for me. It's so trying mm -hmm. that I need you to pray. Yeah. I need mm -hmm. you to pray. I need you to pray. I need somebody to pray. And again, if the king of the universe yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. needed somebody to pray mm -hmm. with, needed a prayer partner, mm -hmm. how much more do we, mm -hmm. should we seek mm -hmm. prayer partners? Yeah. That's good. Um, something um, that came to mind, I mean, at least from personal experience, mm -hmm. sometimes when I've been going, uh, been going through hard issues, mm. There has been times when I find myself just retracting or just mm -hmm. going into my own shelf and I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want, like, just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. When really should be a time of getting together and saying, can we please pray together? Because I am feeling down because I have no other options or at least I see no options and mm -hmm. I need that spiritual um you know, alliance, if you will, like, come with me, let's pray together. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, when you do that, you also become, you know, revive or you start recharging batteries like yeah. we were talking mm -hmm. about earlier, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's like, let me get some of some of that energy that is beautiful and only God can provide. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just, I, um, what Kevin was saying, and definitely what you were saying as well, um, I, I know of a situation with um, a close friend of mine um, that something had happened in her family and she was angry. She was so angry um, mm -hmm. because of what happened. And it was interesting because she got so frustrated and dealing with it herself that she came to a number of us that were friends of hers and just spilled the beans and told all um, what was going on with her. And I um, was very, very honest about some of the things that were going on. And it was only in that environment because she knew that we we all were um, a group of people that were okay about praying with, about just really difficult things that, um, we were able to pray consistently about what was happening. Mm -hmm. And um, so like that whole I idea of united prayer, even after that, because of being encouraged by um, all of us wanting to be able to surround her in prayer with all of our situations, but hers in that time, um, years later, she looks back at it and is just so happy because the situation has changed. Mm -hmm. And so her, her response to everything is so different from what the anger isn't, isn't not controlling her. It's not yeah. controlling mm -hmm. her anymore. Mm -hmm. And so because of that time where we were able to unite in prayer, United Prayer, it was, man, it was definitely a life-changing experience yeah. for her and for the rest of us who experienced it. It's yeah. awesome. And you, you know, it, you definitely have to have good relationships with mm -hmm. these people that you're praying with. You right. know, this can't just be something that it's only for, for prayer, you know. Uh, it has to be a, a genuine relationship mm -hmm. that's formed. 
and you know community. Now, you know what? We're actually out of time. No. I'm serious. I really want to thank you for your contributions. I really enjoyed discussing the lesson with you. If you'd like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool.org. You can join us on Facebook right off of our site. For Sabbath School University, I'm Andrew Campbell, and we'll see you next week.